With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. What is happening everyone, welcome back to the Copyright Podcast, it's Mick and Christian once again to the well discuss and preview the uh, Forest game coming up very very soon on Saturday especially after the um the very nice 6-1 win over Leeds I'm quite looking forward to um to this one so it should be good uh, but Christian before we get into it all how, how are you doing lad yeah good still nice weather in Sweden and like you said it's nice weather over there as well in England so it's good with a little bit of sun and warmer temperatures and Liverpool uh, I'm still you know, celebrating and bouncing off the 6-1 uh, win away at Leeds. And I did the same when we won against, obviously, Man United, and I did that much, much more, uh, 7-0. But this time, we're not going to play Bournemouth away. We're going to play Forest at home. So <laughs> we can, we can you know, thrive of that result and actually go to Anfield and put in a performance and win this game instead of losing like we did last time. We had this kind of result. Yeah, because when you... I mean, we talked about Leeds beating us at home and then we had a little bit of revenge. But this time, it's... They beat us at their place back in back in October one nil. Um, former Red scored Taywo, and you just like Liverpool were just. I mean, you didn't know what to expect from Liverpool then. I mean, you certainly don't know what to expect from them now. But I, I think we can expect a little bit more off the last one and a half games, like the second half against Arsenal, and the change in. I don't know. We just just a change in mentality. It seems like it just seems like everyone is is up for it a bit more. Everyone's got a bit more energy. The, the switch for Trent into the inside role seems to give us a, a bit more, I don't know, a bit more freedom. Um, and it, it's nice that Klopp's kind of starting to do that a little bit more rather than just keep... Because I think the criticism was we keep playing the same way and he hasn't got the personnel for it to work properly. So if we're switching it up a little bit, we can, we've obviously got a bit more creativity in, in certain areas. But I think like Forest, I mean, at home, I'm always excited for home games because Liverpool at home tend to be pretty good um i mean i say this every time but like in terms of home form we've got 31 points out of 14 um 14 games which is i mean in terms of who's above us for home form spurs have got two more points but they've played two more games so it's it's pretty good home form it's just the away form which we kind of remedied remedied a little bit last game with it with another three points but i think forest in terms of like where they are on the table and stuff um I mean, ideally, I wouldn't have liked to have been playing the likes of Leeds and Forest at this stage of the season, especially because they're right round where uh, Everton are. I would like to be giving these teams points, but they're going to be fighting for their lives, and we need to we need to be professional and, and like similar to the Leeds game where there's seemingly like pressure off a little bit and just go and play your footy. I think it's the same again, but with the backing of sixty thousand people in the crowd as well. 
Yeah, and that's that's something that will benefit us for sure. You know, to be at home at Anfield with the with the crowd backing the team up, and especially after that six one win away against Leeds, you know, everyone will be you know bossing for it. It's a three three o'clock kickoff as well uh, on a Saturday, so uh, boss for every everyone that's going. You know, they can have a few bevies at the pub and just you know. Re- Looking forward to the game, um, and I think even though uh, Nottingham Forest is is down in the relegation um, zone, and uh, you know they will be fighting for their lives, like you said, I think you know if we can uh, continue what we have been building on since we actually managed to get away with the point against Arsenal by doing that second half really good and playing leads away now with that great result, and we see the team like you mentioned as well in a different shape, and it's a different mentality, and I think also we controlled the game against Leeds very well, even if it was slow in the start, and we managed to um, increase the energy and the power and the speed uh, around the dangerous areas, uh, and we also managed to give some good, really good like creativity, uh, especially from Trent, and the movement was good as well. So if we can just bring that to Anfield now against Nottingham Forest, I think I mentioned in the last show, I don't think they will stand a chance because we looked really good, uh, but at the same time, obviously, they know they, they will be up for the fight because of the area they, they are in the table. So we'll see, but I'm really confident going into to this game uh, compared compared to a little bit early in the season when we looked at uh, these kind of fixtures and wasn't sure. But Liverpool have given us something the last couple of games where we just feel like, yeah, we're, we're kind of back to where we want to be. But now we can step it up a bit more, hopefully. Yeah, I think steps have been made to certain goals. Like we mentioned, the um, the Salah goal against Leeds, um, where it's like a breakaway from the our own penalty box. That's like something you'd associate with Liverpool. And it's nice to see those signs and I talked about with Mike from Opton on the last show about like when like Liverpool scoring like plus six goals like when Liverpool this season get it right they get it very 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 fucking right and they tend to score a lot of goals <laughs> all the other games in between where if they don't start well or they don't don't um, get in the game the same way they, they tend to struggle but I just want to talk about like the the starting 11 a little bit because it was unchanged for the for the last game and I think I think me and you were were both surprised because we we both predicted for Tiago to come back in and Tiago to come in for Jones and for Nunes to come in for Jota. Both kept the place. Both performed really well. Jota more so second half, but Jones got a lovely assist. Um, played well um, in terms of where he is. In terms of like we mentioned on the previous show, like coming back from injury and trying to get some rhythm in his game and consistency, which can only come with playing games. Uh, so he needs as many games as he can. Do you reckon we'll? Do you reckon this might be the game where? We throw a Tiago in and a Nunes in for those two and keep it and keep the rest the same as. I don't know to be honest. Like I, I wouldn't mind to actually start the same eleven again because we we don't have any other games in between, uh, so we have time to you know for all the players to play to actually you know have, have some bit of a, a rest and then come to training again. There's no Champions League or Cup games you know to interfere with the uh, Premier League uh, schedule, so. Based on uh, how like Jota and Jones performed in the last game, I think they are you know deserving to keep on starting. Um, if there's nothing else you know going on with a little bit of a uh, like any any kind of injury or whatever, we probably think the press conference will be tomorrow, Friday with Klopp. But you know we haven't seen anything anything reported about any issues. So you know I, I would give them the confidence boost of based on their last performance to actually start again and. It's not. I want to see David Nunes start for us, you know, going forward. But at the, at the moment, when there's, when everyone, 
like when Jota's now actually coming up to a little bit of speed and he get the shape and form, like we said last time as well. I don't mind him to start just to give him that boost. But in you know, in the future, I want to see Darwin start whatever that is on the left-hand side or actually in the central. But I also think in these kind of games where we have these players performing well, we should just continue with them because that's good for them. But it's also good for the collective team because, you know, it's something uh, they look at when they score against Leeds and think, you know, when this, if they start again, yeah, we have great players on the pitch, but you also have great players on the bench who can come in, you know, and make a difference if needed. And, and at the moment, I actually think, even though maybe Jota don't need to be substituted because he might come up to, uh, you know, uh, match fitness in terms of uh, not looking too tired. Um, I think it's great to have Darwin with his speed and power and, uh, you know, being dangerous in those attacking areas against a team that probably would have been running loads already. So if he can come in, like when it's 20 minutes left, that gives us something really dangerous as well. But in the future, I'd rather have him starting though. But I can understand if we use him in that way that I just explained uh, in this game against Forest. Yeah. Last half an hour against um against tired legs. It's the last that you last thing you want to see is Nunes and um, Diaz <laughs> getting the uh, exactly. getting the tracky tracky bottoms off. It's just like because in, in for the last game, like in terms you mentioned like bench strength, and I think I think it's always a a big thing. Like earlier in the season when it was basically very little that you could bring on off the bench, and then the, the opposition like well. As long as we get through 60, 70 minutes here, we should be all right because they haven't got anyone on the bench really that can come off and affect games. And in terms of like the last game, like we didn't have Gomez wasn't on the bench, Arthur, Oxley Chamberlain, or Carvalho. There's, I mean, I mean, Arthur's probably the anomaly there because I don't think he's ever going to really play for us, but no, no room on the bench for Gomez, Oxley Chamberlain, or Carvalho, um, which I think says a lot about how much strength we've kind of. Got and I just wanted to talk a little bit about obviously Carvalho not being in the squad and stuff. And there's been a few bits of news coming out recently about um, him potentially leaving in the summer. I, th- I think it'd be a bit crazy. I mean, it's, it's I don't know what happened because he he did he obviously scored an an amazing goal against Newcastle last minute, which which got us the win. And he's came in and done little bits and pieces, scored some good goals for us. But I don't know if his his getting up to speed with the like the pace and whatever is required in a Liverpool team, maybe it's off. Because I think on the ball, he's great. I think maybe it's the off the ball stuff, which he needs to to work on. But I think that's something he can learn as he, especially in the club team, it's harder. And as he gets older, he, he, he can learn that. But maybe it might be a case that he, he goes out on loan, I think, um, next summer and then can come back and we can see like the lay of the land in terms of where he can fit in. Because I think he kind of... It's frust- it's good when you get someone who's versatile, but it's also it goes against them as well because you don't know where he's going to fit in because he can play the left of a three, but we're stacked over there. He can play as a, a attacking midfielder, but we don't tend to play with them. He can play on the left of a three in midfield at a push, but now that we've got Thiago and Jones and other other players back, that that's kind of covered as well. So it's difficult for him to break in. So I think a, a loan would probably make sense for all, wouldn't it? Yeah, and you know, I think, in my opinion, that it would be crazy if we let him go. You know, sold him this summer. So you know, to to give him the chance to go on loan to a Premier League side and get the experience and play for a team in you know in the mid mid table or whatever to to get the chance to develop there would be really good. And then we can go from there when he comes back and see if you know he's taking steps or not. But you know, I I don't know uh, what kind of level he would be able to play at because there's so many good teams now. But you know, it could be you know. Know, if if we if we 
buy from freaking for an example we buy from a team like brighton say you know mcallister or whatever just an example it could you know be that you know in, in terms of buying him it could be a deal where uh cavalli could go the other way on the loan for a season you know in you know in, in including in the in the transfer fee or something something like that into a team who actually plays good football and where we know he will play though brighton might actually be too good for him at the moment but you know you understand what i mean uh and i yeah, so, so think... basically because he can he can then come back and then his adaptation into the liverpool sides sh- should be easier if he goes to somewhere where he can yeah he can play similar football basically <laughs> Yeah, and I think he's, you know, that great of a talent. So you don't waste it by selling him already after one season because we've seen what he can actually bring, scores some goals, he's good with the ball. He just maybe needs to adapt to the Premier League pace uh, and the physicality of the of the league as well and also get the chance to play more regularly. So, you know, to go to another Premier League side to do that is great for us. And then we can see what happens. If it, you know, if he still hasn't taken steps after that, hopefully then uh, a season-long loan, um, then there's another... Uh, you know, questioning it if there's time for him to move on, obviously. Uh, but, you know, at this time of moment, I just think, you know, a loan spell will be good for him and for us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, because he's, I mean, we only, I think we only got him for like, I don't know, it was like four or five million or something like that. So it's always one of them, like, similar to like a Minamino in a way where you get someone for really cheap. If it doesn't work out, it's kind of a, it's kind of a free hit. Of course, we want it to work out. And I'm still hopeful at it well because I, I know he's got the he's got the ability. It's just where where's he going to fit? Where's he going to fit in? Especially if we sign players this summer, like in in those uh, midfield areas, and then it, everyone's going to be scrapping for places as, as it is. Like he doesn't really yeah. have a chance apart from like cup games or whatever. And I think someone of his talent and he's he's very talented. That's not in doubt. It's it's whether he wants to stick around and. And um, fight for his position in yeah. in in a, in a team that I'm sure like I think not not him not being in squads and stuff I think that says it all in terms of what Klopp's currently thinking as well, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, I, th- that's the thing. Like, like you say, he's got the, he's got the abilities, he's got the talent. It's just where he would fit in to be able to play. And at the moment, Liverpool is that good with you know really quality players in midfield or even in the offensive for uh, three where. Uh, Cavalli, you know, he, he won't get the chance to play now because he's not at that level. Uh, that's why a, a season-long loan would be good. And, you know, it could also be, a, you know, a, a, a case of going to a, a club for a, a two-season-long loan. You know, it, so, sometimes that happens as well. You know, you say you, you get two years at, at a club at a good level where you actually will play loads of football and that could bring loads to him in terms of building his muscles, you know, getting bigger, uh, you know, getting into the Premier League Um uh, shape and be ready for it but you know we'll see with time but I, I think it would be a little bit too hasty to get rid of him now as a uh, and sell him I would like to see what he can actually perform after after a loan spell and see if that gives something if not then there might be a, a time for him to move on and we can get some money for him yeah I think it's either way I think we can sort it because I think there's like um 
question. Well, not I don't know if it's question marks, but like Quivian Kelleher, I think he's probably going to go, and I think he's probably our biggest asset in terms of how much money we can get for him, which all goes back into the into the kitty <laughs> for um, signing other players. So it's going to be interesting to see who we bring in is is vitally important. I think we all know that this season because of. In hindsight, we've neglected midfield issues and whatever else in previous years where we haven't quite brought the right amount of people in when we probably should have. But which is easy to say when you look when you look back. But it's going to be interesting to see who who kind of goes out as well in terms of like Kelleher's and obviously Oxley Chamberlain and Cater gone. It's going to be interesting. Milner, Kelleher, Carvalho. But yeah, but and I also think you know it depends on what Liverpool think they will need in money coming in. If they need, you know, I understand they need money, but how much money they need coming in in terms of what they use from selling players and what they can use in uh, as, as a transfer budget given by their owners to Klopp and not involving what you get in for players. Uh, so. You know, Keller is also a player that I understand. Obviously, he wants to play regular football. You know, first in football, he's that good. We have seen that. But, you know, I, I I can also see him doing what, you know, other clubs have done with goalkeepers. He could go for a, like, two-season long loan at a, at a Premier League club and play regular football. And, you know, in two years' time, I think we still have Alisson. But but the thing is, though, we don't know what Keller will be in terms of levels. He might be as good if he can play somewhere else, you know, uh, for, you know, all the games in a club that is, like, mid-table and do it really well. That means he develops and, you know, he can come back to us and, that's two years down the line. We don't know about Allison. You know, even if he's, uh, you know, not that old. Everyone's getting older. Goalkeepers tend to be still good when they're older, but you never know. But then you still have a great goalkeeper on your hands. So sometimes you don't just need to sell them. You might come up with a solution where you can just bring them out on a on a one season loan or a two season loan. Uh, but if Liverpool wants to obviously earn money on him, that's yeah. another question. I I think the I think they will only cause. It adds to the kitty, and we've already got Adrian really as like a as he's now. I think a he's going to leave, though. Don't you think he's going to leave because he, he? I think his contract expires or something like that. I, I mean, I'd, if you've got someone who he isn't the best, obviously, but he's happy to be. You need someone who's happy to be second, play second fiddle, and not and not want to. Has, has got no aspirations of being number one. Like Kelleher yeah. needs to at the age that he is, he needs to be a number one somewhere. I think. I think it's. Yeah, it's unfair. I mean, if he wants to stick around, that's his choice. But I think it's unfair, really, to to keep him because he, he is that good, and we've seen it in 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 cup yeah. games and stuff where he's 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 pretty good. So, and we got the Brazilian kid in goal as well that Allison, uh, you know, yeah. recommended. Then we bought in, and I know there have been reports about that he's in Milan, been having scouts watching him and stuff as well. So he he, he must have something, yeah. and he could be, you know, the next number two or even third choice. And if we do that, yeah, so. True. Yeah, yeah Pitaluga, isn't it? He could be. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He, could be, he could be the next one. Um, but let's let's talk about Forrest a little bit because we were we were laughing before we started recording about like um, <laughs> tra- uh, relegation battles and stuff with Everton right. and looking at Everton's <laughs> fixtures and just being like, oh, it could be it could be the year and stuff. Uh, but I'm just looking at fucking hell, I'm just looking at Nottingham Forest's like recent Premier League results and Jesus Christ, it is pretty horrific. Like the last. Their last win was against Leeds, funnily enough, back on the 5th of February. Um, since then, they've lost 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and drawn 3. So, no wins for <laughs> for, for that amount of time. Um, but you know that 
especially in the, the game at their place, they were proper up for it because they're a, obviously a very historic club. Um, had a lot of battles over the years back in the first division days and whatever else. And there's a, lot, a bit of history there between the two clubs, so it'll be spicy. But I just hopefully feel like we can do basically what United did in the last game against them, just like a nice little 2-0 win, I think, would, would sort us. But I think, like, like we were saying, if you look at the table, um, it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting, definitely, because we were saying like we're we're Everton are so we beat Leeds, okay, done Everton a favour there, so Leeds are on twenty nine, Everton are on on twenty seven with the same as Forest, but and the same amount of games played, Everton have just got um, goal difference better by ten, so we can do Everton another favour, which like I mentioned, I don't really want to do, but it's it's gonna be interesting. I think that that bottom like. <laughs> seven or six or seven there. That's like anyone can go. I think Southampton are definitely down, but I mean it's. I mean West Ham are still in, in it. Bournemouth are still in it. Um, I mean Wolves are probably just clinging on with by the skin of their teeth in terms of how how far away they are. They're only on thirty four points, so they're only like seven points off it, and the seven games left for most of those teams. So that's going to be a prop proper battle down there, isn't it? To see um to see who goes down. <laughs> Yeah, and it will probably be more exciting than the the title race, to be honest. Because <laughs> we don't. It will be. Well, yeah. we, we we do care, but we don't care that much. But it will will okay, be. What about my... Everton? <laughs> I, exactly, it's more important to see what happens, you know, in the bottom of the league. But uh, to be honest, I also looked at the at the results for Nottingham Forest, and you know they they've lost uh, most games, like two two nil, two one, uh, drew one one, two one, three one. So it's not like they've been, you know, battered by teams yeah. like four five nil or something like that they've still been you know having maybe a little bit of on like times of unlock as well where they haven't been able to score goals and get like a point or even the three points so we should still take them seriously obviously because they are still fighting for their lives to stay in the premiership uh but you know still like you said we look at so many games now when they ha- haven't had uh much in the games in terms of result and stuff and it's they have played a few teams that are not the best as well so uh, i think we have a really good chance on on saturday uh because of you, you know playing at home we are in a good form we have uh, performed well uh, we see, it seems like the whole collective has another energy level uh compared to uh, previous uh, games this season we, we've we've done great games this season in terms of results against Man United Bournemouth the 9-0 and all that kind of stuff but it's just been up and down too much but uh you know when we also look at the the points that they have uh and we see the fixtures of Everton like we said before as well when we before we started recording that you know their schedule is fucking it's difficult they will play Man City at home Brighton away um Crystal Palace away now uh and I think they even had like Leicester as well. You know, loads of teams that are really good fighting for the title and a few teams that are fighting for, you know, relegation, not going down. Uh, and also you have uh, Brighton who's, you know, fighting for ch- Champions League spots as well. So, you know, Newcastle as well. It, yeah, it doesn't look good for Everton, to be honest. So, you know, if we do take points from Nottingham Forest, that in the long term means Everton would stay up. We can always remind them of, you know, helping them staying up. And I think we mentioned that last uh, show as well. But also, if you know, because of this season being so bad for us, even though we 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 find in some kind of form now, and hopefully we can have a good end of the season, we can also remind ourselves that yeah, we had a shitty uh, season 
in in on, on Liverpool like point a Liverpool point of view, but Everton went down. So you know that's that's a win anyway. So we can celebrate that. So <laughs> we see we see what happens, but it will definitely be exciting. Yeah, I, I think it's it's model. It's I don't know. You've got to take the small victories. I knew Liverpool being nowhere near the level if Everton managed to go down for the first time in Premier League history. I think that'll be like well. It, it, it's memorable for that. It's the, it's that it was the year that that happened. <laughs> Which... we, should, we, should, we should create a trophy only for that if that happens. Just like a trophy that we can lift at Anfield. You know, you know, Everton went down. <laughs> I'm sure. So, I'm sure someone would have knocked knock something up uh, in case that happens. I'm sure a lot of people would be very happy. Um, but yeah, we were talking about you were talking about Forest and their like recent results, and yeah, they've like, last two games they've lost two 0 and I think another, if we go and win two 0 we'd be absolutely made up because we, we've we've managed to win another game against the a team who are really going to be battling for the lives. So that brings me on to score predictions. Score predictions, lad. Are you going for are you going for two nil, two one, three one, six one? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna go with the like, Clippers and all that kind of stuff. No, it's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. I, I think because I'm. You don't want to. You don't want to have like a, a buzz cut when you come over. We'll see what happens. It might be a fucking live video from the cop when we batter Fulham with five nil. Uh, with the Clippers <laughs> that you bring. No, uh, seriously though, I, I'm. I'm. I'm very confident of what I've saw against Leeds, and I, I, you know, I hope and I believe that we will build on it as long as we can come in and control the game straight away, like we did yeah. against Leeds as well. I think we will have the patience to break them down and find our space and cre- have the creativity to, you know, score a few goals. So I will actually say three 0 Liverpool. I think with the power now with the uh, Nunez, even if he starts coming uh, on from the bench and we lose Diaz back as well, you know, with all this threat that we can bring on uh, and with players coming back into form, we, like I said, with Jones, even if Thiago would go in and start, it's still so much better now in terms of how we can change the game with different players, you know, make players having an impact. So I think we will have more of a there's no pressure. We have loads of patience and we have the creativity to create good chances to score goals. So that's my feeling you now going forward. So 3-0 if, if from me. Yeah, I'd love, I'd absolutely love a 3-0, you know, Saturday Saturday afternoon, a few bevies, watch Liverpool 3-0. That's just like, that'd be yeah. absolutely... I should fun. fucking fly over tomorrow already. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree, like, it, the Leeds game was nice. Like, I think the first half an hour we mentioned, like, on the last show, like, we weren't doing much with it, but at least we were controlling the ball. Like that's something yeah. we haven't done anywhere near enough this season. Where it's like, right, we're gonna just take the pressure off, and maybe they weren't they weren't pressing us as high as other teams have. People of teams quite rightly have came up against us and been right. Right, if we yeah. press them high, we'll get the ball, we'll win it, we'll score, and it's worked most of the time. Um, yeah. Leeds didn't do it. If if Forest do it, which I don't, I don't think they will do it as much because if you know if they. If, if potentially they do do, especially with the quality that we've got now, players coming back and stuff, we're more likely to hurt them. But they might just think it's like high, high risk, high reward footy, and it it could pay off. They could get a goal from it or or two. Um, but let's not let's not think that way. I mean, I take I take a three two, but I don't think my heart would take a three two. The last, nah, last minute winner. Yeah, but I'll be quite confident as well. With you know. <laughs> I know we've been playing now in a different way with Trent coming up a bit in midfield when we go to attack, but then he comes down as a right back, obviously, when defending. But, 
you know, when we look at how good Konate has been uh, lately and, you know, the massive impact he has as a centre-back with his physicality and, you know, he's been really quick and he's really good reading the game as well. And with Van Dijk, you know, everyone's finding their form uh, and we've got Alisson, you know, we, we, it's a, we've got like a great strength in the defensive line and, you know, in the def- defence uh, in majority. It's just that this season, everyone's been off it. But when we actually look at it now, when we do step in up a bit, we see... Uh, that we are really difficult to score against as well. You know, you can just tell when they raise the levels and the game a bit, and it it makes a big, big difference when you see those little steps, like the uh, self-confidence, collective confidence, um, you know, the right uh, challenges and the right mood going into challenges. challenges you, sh- you can see and tell that they want it, and that's... That's something that you need in every game. And I know that we've been talking about loads that you, you need to show 100% that you want to perform and you want to be into it and be switched on. And as long as you do that, I think, you know, Liverpool together as a collective is really, really good. So it it really does come down to a lot of mentality stuff, I think, this season. It's been, you know, we're looking back on the last season when we, you know, were fighting for the quadruple and we played all the games available. <laughs> You know, no one could tell that we were going to be this shit this season based on that season, last season. But at the same time, I can actually understand that it's been like a, a psych, what do you call it? Like a drained uh, psychology thing because. Psychologically. Yeah, to just, you know, be able to play for everything, lose out on the two major trophies, obviously, you, you still want to, but then have to, to always have to switch on every season and, and and try to think that you're going to do that again. It must take a lot of pressure on like, give, give you a lot of pressure yeah. and takes a lot of energy from, from you. But now when we actually, I think, you know, the players and even Klopp have come to terms that we're probably going to lose out on Champions League football this season. It's, it's, it seems and feels like the pressure is off them. They just know that we're just going to finish this season now and it's feels like they can actually thrive and be more open and freely playing when they not have this pressure at least this season because we've been doing this for loads of seasons since you know starting to compete with Man City we've been in Champions League finals won them lost them uh, battling out to the last day of the season with Man City for quite many seasons to be honest and every player and the team together has got has been able to go for it uh, every season after every season after every season for a few seasons uh, and that must take some at, at some point it would just come to a, you know a, a certain moment where you, you're not going to be able to do it because you're drained of energy both mentally and you know phys- uh, physically so it's not a weird thing when you think about it but now when the pressure is gone and we know that this is what it is and we just need to know it just feels like that you can just go yeah. for it and without any you know stress or pressure and then you actually see how good we can play yeah, and then that's all it is. Like it, it just feels like we like we mentioned with Trent. Like it just seems like the shackles have came off, and he feels like a little bit freer. Yeah. Robertson with the the pre assist for the Salah goal that was like the Robbo that we're, we're used to bombing downfield and getting balls into the box. So hopefully we can see a bit more of that. But I'm gonna I'm interested to see how um, <laughs> Nico Williams is gonna deal with potentially uh, Darwin Nunes. That's gonna be a nice little. Nice little battle over on the left hand side. That's going to be an interesting one. But I, I, I'll go for a. I'm going to go for three one. I think for to Liverpool. I just feel like, um, I mean, when you look at their team, and this is probably jinxing it. It's just like the. I mean, they've got some decent players, but like you can understand why they are where they are. Um, because, and Liverpool, like you said, with the shackles off now and a, and a bit of load more confidence after, especially after the Leeds game. We can push on and hopefully just kind of put in like a proper professional performance and 
and get the three points and get get us a little bit closer up the top there and see see what happens at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, let's leave it there. Nice one, Christian, as always for jumping on. That was the Forest preview. We'll be back probably weekend or maybe Monday or something like that to hopefully discuss a boss Liverpool win. Um, but yeah, appreciate the support as always for everyone listening. And yeah, we'll see you all very soon. Nice one. Podcast Network.